Welcome to another episode of Morning Meditations. Uh, I'm Lewis Hart, and I'm giving you my email address now as lhart07 at aol.com. That's L-H-A-R-T-0-7 at aol.com. And I'm giving you that because I want you to be able to contact me. I'd love to hear from you and know uh, that you're listening and what the broadcast may mean to you. Uh, and so if you would take time to just uh, let us know, uh, give you that information for that purpose. And this week I have uh, wanted to just try to uh, look at some of the favorite uh, scriptures uh, to my heart, things that have, have meant something to me in a, in a way that is uh, directing my life. I remember uh, used to as a pastor uh, on New Year's Eve, a lot of times we'd meet together and we would uh, choose a verse of scripture that we would want to uh, really work on and apply to our lives for the next year, for that new year. And uh, I know some of these are kinds of verses that I would would choose. Like yesterday, I talked to you about uh, to live as Christ and to die as gain. And that was, I wanted my life to be that way. And I still want my life to be that way. And uh, and I pray that I can live my life so that Christ is exalted in my life, whether whether it's by life or by death. And I want to count for him uh, while he gives me breath and allows me to live on this planet. Today I'm going to stay in the book of Philippians, but I'm going over to the third chapter today because here's another uh, scripture area that has been a, a, a blessing in my life. I love the Word of God, and I always have a hard time saying this is my favorite scripture because there's so many uh, passages that have meant so much to my life. And so, but this morning I'm going to share out of Philippians 3, and I'm going to begin reading uh, here in uh, in this chapter uh, kind of in the middle, I'm going to start here uh, in uh, Paul saying, if anyone else thinks he has reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Now that sounds like a bold statement, uh, but I think Paul could back this up and he's going to share that as an individual, he had a lot of uh, accomplishment. He had a lot of things that he could boast of. And he had been talking about those uh, Pharisees and, and those people that had uh, been uh, saying uh, things that uh, were untrue as far as what it meant to be a Christian, uh, focused on circumcision and keeping the Mosaic laws. And, and he's contesting that. But he says, if anybody else thinks they've got a lot uh, to, to boast about in the flesh, then I've got more. And then he tells how he, he says, I was circumcised on the eighth day of the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee. As for zeal persecuting the church, as for legalistic righteousness, faultless. Do you hear what Paul is saying now? Hopefully you understand that most of this is uh, a good Jew. He He's saying he was circumcised eighth day. That's the law. He followed the law. He was uh, from the tribe of Benjamin. That first king came from Benjamin. He's a Hebrew of Hebrews. Uh, and, and in regard to the law, he was a Pharisee. They were the strictest uh, sect of, of those religious groups. As for zeal, he said he persecuted the church. He was there when Stephen was stoned to death. 
But he says, watch this, for legalistic righteousness, I was faultless. In other words, in the eyes of man, he could say, I'm righteous, I'm faultless because I I keep the law, I do all the things uh, that man says are important. But, listen to what he says, but whatever was to my profit, I have considered loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. Now, all of this, Paul is saying, I have counted all of these these things that I've boasted about, I've counted them as law. He said, not only, I count everything as loss. In other words, he said, not only uh, these accomplishments that I'm talking about here as a Hebrew of the Hebrews, a Pharisee, person, all of those things I count as loss. But let me tell you something. I count everything loss, not just those. Everything is lost. Nothing matters except knowing Christ. And he said, I don't want a righteousness that's by the law, but I want a righteousness that comes from God. And the righteousness that comes from God is by faith in Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what Paul is emphasizing is that knowing Christ is more valuable, it's more important than anything else. And here's the verse that really speaks to my heart. He says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death and in somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. Paul is saying, I don't care about all of these things. I I want to know Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to know the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, even being conformed to his death. This is the desire. This is what I long for, is to know Christ. Now, when I think of that, think about this. Paul, probably at this point in his walk with God, knew Christ better than anybody that was walking on earth at that particular time. Christ had revealed so much truth to Paul that even those apostles that walked uh, with Jesus, Paul was able to share things with them that uh, they had not been acquainted with because of what God had shown him, because of his devotion to God. And he raised him up for this purpose. And he says, Listen, yes, I know a lot about him, but I want to know him. I want I want him to be my life. You see, that's what we, when we were talking yesterday about being Christ being exalted. See, Paul knows that for Christ to be exalted in his life, he has to know Christ. He has to know him intimately. He has to have a relationship with Christ where Christ is real. And, and I, I know today there are lots of people that know a lot about uh, Jesus. They know a lot about the Bible. They know a lot about that, but do not have an intimate 
personal relationship with him. You see, it's one thing to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, but it's another thing to grow in him and and get to know him. So many times I I think people uh, get saved and then they think that's the end. All I'm doing is I'm saved now and I'm going to heaven when I die and, and, and that's what matters. But what we need to understand is we need to know Christ. We need to know him, and we need to know that we can walk with him and have fellowship with him. And that's what Paul is talking about here. He says, I want to know him, and and I want to know the power of his resurrection. In other words, he wants to have the Holy Spirit enabling him uh, just as he that same Holy Spirit that brought Jesus from the tomb. He says, I want that power in my life. It requires that power to be able to be what God has created us to be. We're not able. That's why in John 15, he says, without me, you can do nothing. We need to know we are helpless without him. But listen, in Philippians 4, he says, I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. We need to understand this truth, and that's getting to know Christ, the power of his resurrection, being willing, he says, even to share in his suffering. I want to be able to suffer uh, for the name of Christ. You remember that Peter and John in Acts chapter uh, 3, they, they had been arrested, and, and uh, in chapter 4, they were uh, carried in, and when they left there, and they'd been beaten, they'd been threatened, they said they praised God for having had the privilege of suffering for Christ. That's the idea that Paul had. I want to be able to suffer uh, for Christ. I want to carry that burden, and even to be conformed to his death. I want to kind of, I want to live for him. And And notice how he says, that somehow to obtain to the resurrection from the dead. He's not talking about just a resurrection at the end of time. He's talking about having the power of God alive in him now. He wants to know that that power and that victory that comes from walking in faith and in trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so what I'm trying to get across to you today in this little episode is to say, listen, we need to set our hearts to know him. We need to seek him with all our heart. Paul will go on here to say, I haven't attained to this yet, but I am pressing on. I'm seeking this with all my heart and all my soul. Are you seeking to know him? Have you set it as your goal to know him? Listen, it takes time to meet with him and to listen to him and to walk with him. And that's what he desires. Can you imagine that the God who created everything in this world desires for you and him to have fellowship together, to walk together? He wants to share with you the secrets of his heart. But you have to be willing to come and say, you know, I want to know him. I want to know him. I count all this other stuff lost that I may know him. Have you counted anything lost today that you might know him? Are you willing to set your heart today to know him? Listen, you can't know him unless he wants you to know him. And he does want you to know him. But you have to want to know him and are willing to seek him with all your heart. May God bless you. Have a great day today. And as I always would say, meditate on these truths. Let the word of God have its way in your life. Great is thy-